0: uh right right before we went on um we realized that that uh that god needed to do his makeup and that's why it took us a couple extra <laughs> seconds god spares no expense and uh just gets right into it with his makeup he just and it's all done live from the hideaway it is the uh the, t- the annual taps and tees golf tournament if you're not in this one um you made a mistake this is one of the the best events of the year the weather's perfect there's people throughout the entire saratoga lake golf club that are giving out beer samples so you play golf you get to sample beers you know single cuts right in front of us i saw wolf hollows out there a bunch of other great breweries so uh, and and other things <clears throat> just a fun fun tournament now if you're thinking to yourself uh Levesque tournament's already going thanks for telling me now how about uh sink sink for the pink my friend how about that one huh that's the uh that's the next one coming up october 3rd uh sink the pink tournament it's the kickoff to breast cancer awareness month it is going to benefit the american cancer society uh it is a great 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 time great cause HideawaySaratoga.com. Sync sink the pink probably one of the only times i would wear pink
1: not only sink the pink levac but the fall festival and the halloween tournament if you want more information on how you can join one of those tournaments go to gazzle media's youtube go back and watch this video if you're listening on apple or spotify go to youtube all the information hon you can sign up for one of those tournaments is there right for you and if you're watching on youtube click that link to the website
0: i um i just realized something live at the hideaway we're out here on their beautifully clean patio just the cleanest patio just very inviting um you know no odor at all it's uh it did rain so it's a wet patio um but it's drying up now um because we're here so <clears throat> if i wore pink to the sink the pink on october 3rd i could wear the exact same outfit to the halloween one because i would look like patrick star that would be <laughs> boom
1: yeah, I think it's
0: good yeah doing good raising awareness raises some cash to fight breast cancer and halloween costume walk away from the table i'm good
1: efficiency at its finest
0: repurposing my friends <laughs> uh, all right so man it has been uh it's it's been a second or two since we spoke to you um we did a uh, video live from the city field we'll talk about that in a second but um I'm not drinking for a little while because I have to have some medical thing done. Nothing, nothing serious. It's all fine. It's really serious. Please Venmo me. No, it's Uh, (laughs) it's so serious. It's the most serious, serious ever. Um, No, it's nothing. But I wish I could have drank yesterday because you Albany, Syracuse, Syracuse looked as good as they're going to look all year. You Albany might have looked as bad as they're going to look all year, with the exception of a couple drives, couple plays where you where Albany got it together and started moving the ball a little bit. Um, it was funny. They kept bringing up the fact that Gattuso, head coach of the Great Danes, had more picks at the Carrier Dome than his team had this year going into that game because he has a defensive lineman for Penn State. He had a, he had a pick for yeah. against them, and they didn't have picks. They ended up with a pick six to score, but... It, just not a lot of good stuff to take from it. This is the classic pay game. You know, you got paid to go to the Carrier Dome. Everybody does it. Smart way to do business. But uh, Syracuse was looking to take out their aggressions from Rutgers. They did that on the Great Danes.
1: I was there as a fan, so I got to enjoy the feel of, what of the team? Carrier Dome. Uh, of Syracuse. Wow. I was there. Wow. Syracuse if Albany had Boulder,
0: somehow won, you would have been a fan of Albany. Though, wouldn't like you?
1: I said, I love the Great Danes. The great football <laughs> program. No, no, no. Coach Kattusa and I, I think before one of the games two years ago, he was talking smack about this game. Like they knew this was on the schedule. They knew what it could mean for the program. And one other uh, storyline you mentioned in that pregame of coach was really upset about the Super Bowl comment made by Dino Babers. And one of the many, can you things- refresh? What was that? What was that? comment? Sure. So coach Babers at the end of the Rutgers Syracuse game, the first media session availability said, Albany's going to come into the Dome, and this is going to be their Super Bowl. And Coach Cattuso was like, this is not our Super Bowl. Like, you could use a different term. And out in, like, uh, central New York, that media area, they kind of, like, scoffed at Coach Cattuso's comeback. Like, all right, like, whatever motivates you guys, that's fine. Like, whatever gets you guys fired up for the game. Like, no, Coach Cattuso was right. Like, you Albany compared to Syracuse football over the last five years, has had more success. Like, this idea that you go from FCS to FBS, that it's going to be the greatest moment for the it's – not, it's not true. They've been to North Dakota State. They've been to Pitt. They've beat Buffalo. So I, I was really bothered by how arrogant a lot of Central New York media members took Albany going into that game Saturday. Unfortunately, the Great Danes played the worst game I've ever seen them play in person since I've moved out here to the Capital Region. They were terrible. And there's no other way to put how they played. Uh. They didn't block anybody. The offensive line is struggling. We both like Jeff Underculfer and Carmo for they've struggled. And it's a combination of a few things. Uh, the offensive lines. Not very good right now. I think under Kuffler had some reads for the blitzes where he's struggling. You saw them play against Rhode Island. The offense is not put up more than 20 points. They struggled to score against North Dakota State. When you're three games into a season and your offense is having trouble moving the football, that's not going to change. I don't know what can change, but from the lack of blocking, the lack of receivers making plays and getting open, the defense, look, you get beat, you get beat. You got to tackle. John Tucker looked like Jim Brown out there. John Tucker had 13 touches, LeVac. 13 touches, I believe, was the final number for five touchdowns. He was like Ernie Davis, Floyd Little, Jim Brown. As much as it bothers me that they're trying to unretire 44 for this kid because he played well against Ohio and (laughs) UAlbany, he looked like Jim Brown out there. So they couldn't tackle. They couldn't block. They couldn't get the offense going. It was so disappointing because I so badly, as much as I was rooting for Syracuse, I badly wanted to see the Great Danes keep this a game throughout the entire thing.
0: You know, I feel like this is gonna become cliche over the course of the season for teams that haven't adjusted yet. There this this was a program that over the last eight years, Greg Atuso has been building in a very meticulous way, right? He told everybody when he came in here, you're you know, you're stepping up to the CAA. This isn't this isn't like we just throw jerseys out to our guys and we're we're right where we always were. So if you watch, you've seen the size, the speed, the athletes, the play all improve. The transfers improve. Everything's gotten better. Then you take a year away. And I think there's teams that just are going to take time to adjust back from that. And I think this is one of those teams. Now, again, (laughs) North Dakota State is going to beat you. That's who they are. Syracuse is going to beat you. The Rhode Island game is the only one that if I'm a a great Dane fan, I'm, I'm disappointed in the Rhode Island game. I'm disappointed in the way that one went out. The Syracuse, would I have liked to see a lot closer? Absolutely. Would I like to see a couple more points against North Dakota State? Absolutely. But is is this – do I still feel like this is a team that at some point will click? Because under-confort just doesn't look comfortable back there at all. You said the offensive line is not clicked yet. The defense is not getting the push that I thought it was going to get. But it did – like, you look at – if the defense played the way it played against North Dakota State every game this year, you beat Rhode Island, and you would have been in it for at least three quarters – Against cues there's there's inconsistencies, and I think a lot of that just comes down to you. You had a very set, meticulous schedule in which you were building this, and it, it got thrown off. It just got thrown off.
1: I hope that you Albany can build off this loss, and I know that's hard to say because it was such a bad beat down for the Great Danes, and there was a big spark. You mentioned the pick six, right? That pick six could have been the spark in the game. They just needed another big play, another sideline yeah. where it lights up everybody and builds the confidence for them. It just never happened. And we've mentioned this almost every time we've mentioned the Great Danes of the season. The next two opponents are tough too. Yeah, like Delaware and William and Mary. I know you're playing at a high level. You're on now. the road
0: still. Yeah, you, you don't come tough. home. So you get a week, and then you're yeah, then you're you're headed to Delaware. Then you're headed to William and Mary. Oh, then you finally get to come home for Villanova. Like it's they're not home again until October 16th. This, this is the beginning of the schedule. There's a reason that we all circled Rhode Island. Like you needed to beat Rhode Island. You needed to because now. It's not it's not gonna be unheard of if you lose to Delaware at Delaware. It won't be unheard of if you lose to William Mary at William Mary. Now, I talk about trying to get that momentum back, trying to get that cover a little back. You start on five. You're not that's not gonna happen. I just don't know where that happens at that point. Right. So you gotta win one of these games. You probably need to beat Delaware.
1: Yeah. I think like we're not gonna do the Muslim have to win this soon for you Albany, but you're a conference play now. It's conference right, play. Right. You gotta start beating teams. If you wanna go back to the FCS playoffs, which is almost a new expectation for you Albany when you get there and win a game in 2019. You've got a lot of those guys coming back. Maybe we're going to look back at this 2021 year. Jawan Green's the name that just keeps popping in my mm-hmm. head where, look, you made the Falcons team. You were out there playing in the NFL. His impact may have been far more underestimated when we realized it, of what he was able to be, at least with coverages and teams having to scout against him. Uh, on the other side, too, for Syracuse, you get Liberty coming for a Friday night game. And in the past, you think about Liberty, be like all right, that's another win. Syracuse is going to go to three to one. Here's how good Liberty is. Liberty was basically undefeated last season. They should be in the top 25 in the country. And if you missed it, Mel Kuyper talked this week where he believes Malik Willis, the quarterback for Liberty, could be the number one quarterback drafted this year. Not from LSU, not from USC, not from Ohio. Liberty might have the number one quarterback <laughs> in the country. So <laughs> as bad as Undercuffler and and Albany looked against Syracuse, you are not going to get that Friday night if you're a Syracuse fan. So please don't take the Liberty Flames. And, and Syracuse fans know that they got beat by Liberty last year. You might have the best quarterback in the country come to the carrier dome on Friday night.
0: Well, like I said, it's it's things rough one, rough one for UA. Um I, I also like going back to that comment that that Babers made, like it's they are playing, they're gonna play like it's their Super Bowl. Remember, there's times that, that stuff's not for you. Like I understand why Gatuso was like, stop it. But I also can understand why Babers Babers would say it. Like, hey, guys, you think it's, oh, there's an FCS team coming that's an hour and two hours away or whatever. You think that they're not worthy of you. Guess what? If you think that too long, they're going to beat you. So, you know, I I know why he would say it too. Like, I I get the motivational reason to say it. And also, you know, (laughs) not to mention – Press hasn't always been very nice to to Coach Babers.
1: No. So if
0: he goes out and he actually does lose the Albany, he could go, hey, "Oh, look! I told you! I told you they were going to take it seriously. I, you guys, you guys didn't listen." But stinks. It's over. It's done. We move on. We try not to. Uh, we try not to dwell on it uh, uh, too much. Um, <laughs> this is what this is what I get nonstop from Corey from Greenwich. This is what he did. At least he did. I told him, "Don't just say hi." So he didn't. Uh, He wants to know where our call-in line is. And then he's watching, he's at a market selling his nuts. So there you go. Corey, Corey from Greenwich. Most loyal listener. Least loyal caller. Loyal most loyal listener. Like you can, you any any sports talk show, like if you if you had a, a spirited sports conversation on your back deck. There's a chance Corey's gonna call your house if he knows the number, and just be like, "All right, pick 16 teams you think could win the Super Bowl. I'll start the Yankees." Um, but you heard Mel
1: Kuyper's name. He's like, is Mel looking for me? Yeah, I know he knows me. I know. I'm calling a lot. <laughs> Sorry, Mel. I know those guys.
0: Oh man. So yeah, the. the uh, I mean, as a Q's fan, you gotta be kind of happy. You got healthy. You got, you got yeah. healthy. You got good again.
1: Sean Tucker. You know, I've just kind of crapping on the kid a little bit there because he had so many carries, but. I, I
0: know you're like, like the 44- you're like the worst Cuse fan ever. When they suck, you're like, "Oh my god, they're going to be fine." Now they're playing well. And you're like, "They're not that good." It's just me- calm it's down. The,
1: it's the Central New York media because you just mentioned it too. That's what's bothering me because I, I know you and I do this right. Like you know when someone's uh, I call it fishing for the engagement, humping for the comments, whatever term you want to use. <laughs> Tell y'all, Mickey Calloway. Before, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you start saying stuff like "This kid's the best running back ever," is it time to unretire? Just let the kid have a good game. You know, like, Sean Tucker's really good. The team's fine. They were have Trader and DeVito both played again. Let's just – I feel like I'm going to be a coach with this answer. How about you just beat a few ACC teams? You know, let, let's, let's comment – they're two and one. You're, you're beating the teams you're supposed to beat. If they would have beaten Rutgers, maybe I would have been more positive about this team. But let's – to quit our guy Travis from uh, – Travis pump the brakes. You know? <laughs> let's see how you do against Liberty this week before you start I celebrating and dancing.
0: I cannot tell you how excited I am for, for Rutgers, Michigan. I can't like, like Michigan goes out and, and smacks Northern Illinois 20, 20, uh, 63 to ten. And now Rutgers, who I've been I've been just riding the gravy train on Rutgers all season. That's gonna be a game.
1: Somebody's helmet's gonna break. Over under one <laughs> helmet broken, three ejections. That is gonna be just pure defense the entire game between those oh, teams. Yeah. Just
0: running the ball. Yeah. I don't know. Can Rutgers stop the Michigan run game? I mean, that that's that's a powerful run. I that's one of those ones where you look around and go you can't just keep winning just running the ball oh oh wait i'm sorry you can
1: Chiana's gonna do something dirty diving at knees again He's gonna <laughs> dirty
0: She's gonna suit up get out there <laughs> dive at some knees i mean we only have 16 running backs with michigan so yeah i'm speaking french i said we oui. <laughs> what um i said we oui when they were bad i can say we oui when they're good <laughs> but yeah that's i mean that that's that should be that should be a lot of fun Um, As far as the rest of the college football slate, we might as well stay here since we're already talking. You all we be live at the Hideaway. Don't forget to to go to HideawaySaratoga.com. Sign up for Sink the Pink. It's the next golf tournament, October 3rd. Wear your pink. Help us support the fight against breast cancer. American Cancer Society uh, is going to be benefited by this. And uh, also, it's just a good excuse to get out here. I mean, there's not how many more Sundays of great golf are left. You don't want to miss out if you can, and you can do it. And then, like anybody, like if the misses or, or or the Mister gives you, oh, you're always out there golfing. Yeah. I'm trying to fight cancer. I mean, come on. Yes. I'm sorry that you just don't understand my my altruistic nature. I'm sorry.
1: Squeeze every weekend you can. It is a beautiful day, and like we said on our YouTube page, make sure to check out that information so you can sign up and take advantage of this wonderful course.
0: Yeah, they're doing a tournament um, every other week until Halloween. So Halloween's the last one. So um, just keep just keep checking HideawaySaratoga.com. Sign up. Get out here, swing the clubs as much as you can, have some fun. There's always something special going on too. Like they always, they don't just go. Here's a golf tournament. They like put people out of the holes with like challenges, or or today's taps and tees. You know, you can go have a sample of, of of the brewskis or God knows what else. It's all out there.
1: Say what's up to our guy Craig on the 11th hole. By the way, he's yeah, out there snare bear his thing. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Whatever that thing is. Uh, you yeah. mentioned the college football national schedule. Before we get into the games, this seems like a very easy comment, but I'm having so much more fun watching college football maybe it's because we went through covid 2020 and we didn't have the crowds and the emotion the fan watching college football again it feels like it's more i appreciate it more than ever like the whiteout for penn state auburn i can't stand i'm never gonna appreciate i I don't like penn state i don't like the whole thing it goes stinks right
0: i like they say we are and they stop like they're not sure they have to think (laughs) about it Yeah, we are. And then somebody else goes,
1: Penn State. Oh, oh, yeah, that's us. Sorry, sorry. That scene, though, for the White not is awesome. Eh. And the college game day feel to it. And People Nicks, trying
0: to convince me that Penn State's going to be a real contender for the national championship is ridiculous.
1: Penn ridiculous. State, Penn State's got to beat Iowa and Michigan at some point. Like, Iowa, Michigan, and Penn State are all going to be competing for a Rose Bowl bid or a college football playoff bid. Here's the tough part about Penn State. They look better than the team that almost got in that year over Washington when Washington was undefeated, I believe, and Penn State had two losses, and Penn State fans thought they should have been in. They look better than that team. However, the Big Ten looks better. Yeah, Ohio State got tested again, but Michigan looks better. Iowa looks better. Michigan State smacked around Miami. The conference is better. Penn State got lucky because Auburn couldn't convert there late in the game. Thank you for covering Penn State, by the way. (laughs) Appreciate that. But yeah, it feels like college football is more fun. Like Florida Alabama is a great game. Great crowd in the swamp. You're getting all these wonderful matchups to crowd into it. Another exciting Saturday night of uh, great games at the college level. I think
0: it feels more like I thought, I feel like college football kind of, I don't want to say changed. Like back in my day, like there was a, the powers were starting to not be the powers. And like obviously, Bama's always Bama, Oklahoma, whatever. But like you know, Michigan, Michigan hasn't been good in a while. And and your Qs, like they always are at least on the level where you know they're gonna they're at least a speed bump if you want to win the ACC, you know, if not better. Stuff like that. Like Penn State looks really, really good. Like those kind of things, it feels like a lot of those things are back, right? So I only had two big plays yesterday. I had West Virginia, which I gave out on our video, and then I had over Ole Miss, 76 and a half. And I never felt any doubt about either pick <laughs> <laughs> all night long? Like Ole Miss is my new Texas tag. Back in the day, you put Texas tag over. They they set the total of eighty eight. Bet the over. It'll be hundred points.
1: It's funny you mentioned Ole Miss because I also was watching that game and it got delayed for like an hour. Yeah, got the rain delay out there in uh, Mississippi. Matt Corral. I was thinking about this driving over. So he has seven touchdowns. We mentioned him, I think, last week too. Long Beach kid, California, big prospect. All this stuff went to old Miss like quarterback. So Ole Miss smacks Tulane. They had a game against Louisville earlier this month. So Ole Miss is going to go on a bye week coming up. And then they get Alabama. <laughs> the le- we've seen quarterbacks in the SEC. Cam Newton, Joe Burrow, Joe Johnny Manziel. We've seen quarterbacks go out and beat Alabama. And, and you know, all these guys, like uh, Trevor Lawrence at a championship game and all that. Like, if you beat Alabama, you're on a different level. You should be Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is one who beat Alabama. You're on a different level when that happens everything's lining up that to be like the katie perry college game day old miss i know the game's in alabama but if you remember years ago katie perry went on college game day was there with corso and then at the game she took a drink and body dived into the dive bars in mississippi <laughs> which i can only imagine how much of a dream she's, that would have been
0: you see lane kiffin is trying like actively begging her to come back
1: yes on twitter and everything yeah get ready because old miss might be able to hang if not maybe pull off a huge upset because Bama almost got beat by florida so I'm with you on Ole Miss this year. that They got a chance to do something really special with Corral, quarterback. I mean,
0: they're at least going to be must-watch TV. Yes. Like if, you, if you like offense, Ole Miss. I, mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin, I, I hope Ole Miss becomes an actual contender for, for playoffs because Lane Kiffin could be the best villain in all of college football. Like, he, he is for no other reason than he's, he's got a punchable face. Like, you like, he, like, I don't know what it is about him. He's just got a punchable face. Like, like, you know, like, I know somebody's like, Oh my god, you can't condone violence. I'm not saying I'm gonna punch his face, I say I want to. Like, when he coached the Raiders, I want to punch his face. Look, and how, how great is it right now? USC <laughs> looking for a coach, you know, who everybody'd be talking about if you hadn't already fired him, if Lane. you hadn't already lost one of, the time, <laughs> left one of the time, you'd be like, Lane Kevin, get him in there, get some points out there, at USC. And I was like, um. Yeah, I don't think he's going to answer. We already <laughs> tried. Yeah, we did that. We've been there, done that. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's Ole Miss' must-watch. Whether you like Ole Miss or not, oh, you gotta you got to watch Ole Miss games the rest of the year.
1: Another late West Coast game last night. Fresno State-UCLA. UCLA had been the talk of college football, too, because of Chip Kelly and the big one they had over LSU. They got beat last night by Fresno State. Hey, but the quarterback, Hayner, how about Byron Leftwich-like stuff last night? If you remember Byron Leftwich at Marshall that – famous play where the linemen pick him up and run him down the field this kid for fresno state gets blasted in the hip throws a touchdown can barely stand up but he's on the sidelines he goes back out wins the game drives it down the field (laughs) beats ucla and then they're all celebrating going nuts he is so injured he can't even get up and celebrate i'm like you want to talk about moments in college football when you're the underdog like fresno state and you're having moments like that that was a cool west coast moment oklahoma had it like a video game, one-handed interception in their game, and they got tested. So many great moments already in the September college football season.
0: All right, we're going. Uh, don't forget we are live on Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook. We're live on the Hideaways Facebook. We're live on Godzilla Media's YouTube. If you comment on there, we can go ahead and answer your question. Corey from Greenwich, never heard of him before. He wants to know, does anybody during the uh, regular season beat Bama? I think I think if, if anybody want to do it, track me Saturday, October 2nd. When they take on Ole Miss,
1: that game—I'm could- <laughs> with you. Lebeck. I think it should be the best game of the college football season. I, I know if the game was in in the Grove, as they call it there, it might have been oh. a better chance for Ole Miss. And by the oh, way, why are there students always like the same-looking kid? Right, the weird polo, the plaid shorts, and like,
0: like every blonde looks like she was made at a factory.
1: Right. But we that- should go. <laughs> to go for I'll I'll go. tailgate and hang I'm out on the grove a... all day.
0: I'll be, I'll be a creepy old man. <laughs> hey, look at him over there. There's some ladies around. <laughs>
1: that would be the one. Yes, I agree with you on that. Because I
0: mean, all right. So you look through it, right? Uh, I'm no offense to Southern Mississippi. I just don't think you're going to get it done. Uh, Texas A&M. So I did two weeks in a row, right? Like a and is going to beat Bama in the next few years. Is this the year? I don't know. Mississippi State. Fun game. Not going to win. Tennessee. Not going to beat them. LSU is not going to beat them. New Mexico State is not going to beat them. Arkansas Auburn, I think it's the next. If it's not September twenty fifth, I'm sorry. If it's not August 2, October second or October 9th, that it's they make it through. The, they make it through the regular season.
1: All right, here's a fun question: Is it better or worse if Alabama loses? Because it almost feels like that championship in the UFC or boxing or even like pro wrestling, where if you have a dominant champion, whoever is going against them as the underdog is always going to be cheered on, unless you're a Bama fan. I feel like it might be better. If Bama gets beat, because we'll have some parity in college football and this new playoff and everything, I'm rooting for Bama to lose. I feel like that is still better for the sport.
0: I believe we have a wager. What was it? Ohio State, Bama. Didn't you pick a third? Cuse? Yeah. So if, if oh, none yeah. of those three win the national championship, you owe me a 30 rack of beer? Shoot. I really do believe it's better if Bama loses. That's, oh, your, no. that's your only one left. That's who you got. That's who you got, right? Yes. I mean, Cuse has got a loss. Yeah. <laughs> now Ohio State's got one and Bama loses. Bama Can you imagine if Lane Kiffin beats Bama after all the Did years of being the there? Oh can't can't wait. Yeah, that would be that'd be great. And then you just you can just bring me the beer then at that point, I think. Just <laughs> it just me right then and there. Speaking of um speaking of beer, um <clears throat> let's uh, uh real quick before I get into the beer, let me tell you about my good friend uh, Dr. Fred Dreher in the integrated sleep center in Boston Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Dreer and the team at the Integrative Sleep Center have, it's called a mouthpiece, that's what it is. It's not a mask, it's not surgery. It's not, it's not—it's none of those things. And I know like a lot of people who were, are a little nervous with the latest news about CPAP devices, some of them getting recalled. Uh, well, here's here's your perfect opportunity to call 518-885-6185, Dr. Dreer, the team, they'll take care of you, Ann will answer all your questions, you know, they'll get you in, they'll get you taken care of. And then if you're like me, you get that mouthpiece, Sleeping better, snoring is reduced, just feeling better about the world. Just a great group of people at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. 518 885 dot com and the the website and um, again the mouthpiece. It's not. It's easy to clean. It's easy to travel with. So it's just the easiest way to do anything as far as uh, getting over snoring. Now let's talk about doctor. Um, I washed these shorts. I put them on this morning. These I'm finding mystery money in all the random cargo pockets <laughs> because these are the, what I wore to city field with doctor and the crew. <laughs> Dr. must've felt like such a, like, like he, 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 he was the adult in the room when it came to Gaz and I, cause these guys know how to have a good time. This group of people who invited us on this. Uh, so we take a limo bus down to city field. The day starts, starts with a bottle of Johnny Walker blue. <laughs> that was how we started the festivities. <laughs> the The bottle that you and I probably wouldn't open unless like our team won a national championship or we found out you were having another kid or something. You know what I mean? Like, or yeah. I, or I found a woman I, didn't, that, I that didn't want to choke me and throw me out a second story window. Like that's, and not in a fun way. That's, that's when we would, that was like, Hey guys, you ready to get started? Let's. Let's open this nice decorative box, remove, oh, like a $200 bottle of booze is their party starter. I couldn't believe
1: it. I saw him, like, pull it out. I'm like, is that for us? <laughs> by the way, Dr. Drew, like, it's, and you mentioned, like. And that was, is, like, Dr.
0: Dr. Bulford is one who brought that one, by the way. That was, <laughs> Dr. Drew was over here like,
1: all right, cool, I'll go with you. Sometimes you want to, like, learn about somebody, know about them when you make a big decision for your health and want to sleep better. There is no doubt Dr. Dreer is the person to call. Like you Uh, went through all the stuff, YouTube and guys and all the places to find out the information. It is confirmed why people get so much great feedback and why they're living better. Knowing you have such a great person to hang out. And the whole
0: time, like, you you know how there's always like, so it's a group of adults, right? It's just a group of adults on a limo bus. I think there was what, 12 of us. I think it was. I don't really know. I know that every time I looked up, I saw every time we got on the bus, I saw Dreer go. Right, we're good. Like he was the adult in the room. Like he was, he was the one who kept us on, on, on the level. Who knows? Gaz and I might still be wandering around by the bullpen gate at city field. If it wasn't, <laughs> but uh, no, just I, I like city field. Am I crazy? And Mets fan, if you want to get pissed off, I don't care. City feels smaller than Yankee stadium. I mean, it feels like it's significantly smaller than Yankee stadium.
1: It was hard for me to tell. I know we, we discussed it a little bit at one point of the game where maybe it was our seats. Maybe it was just kind of how it was set up. I don't know if
0: it's I think it smaller. Was. I feel like it was. I feel like it's just, I feel, I mean, it's really nice. It's a really nice park. They did a great job but it. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like Yankees, Yankee Stadium's bigger. It's just got more.
1: It feels like a mall compared to a museum. Is that a better way to put it? Like it feels like Yankee Stadium, tons of stuff is going on from like Monument Park Yeah. walking around for the history. And maybe we just didn't walk around as much and check out as much stuff. We made sure the beer lines were working, though. They were, by the way, just fine. Yeah. By the way, I, I
0: joke all you wanted that i was drunk in that instagram photo and i did drop my phone that's 100 accurate it happened um i i hit west virginia i yes, picked, you know, that was my pick matters. that was that's my right. pick and i hit it so i
1: told him back, i'm like wow this did really well on instagram why is that oh i'll tell you why yes. yeah because i was hammered
0: <laughs> i was already
1: you wanted to do the video and you said you wanted to talk in the video and it got what we wanted right it got our picks out there so people want some cash the integrated sleep center was happy because their name was out there I'm just
0: I'm glad we did it because then I know what I was gonna say because I don't remember all that much I like I said I I haven't I've been trying to behave myself a little bit I did not behave myself on that bus trip I did not I was like yeah doctor will take care of me he'll be fine
1: <laughs> what you can't remember for the Mets and the Phillies actually on the field uh Philadelphia oh. wins the game Harper is hot right now every time yeah. he had two strikes on it I think he had two, I believe it might have been three that sounds wild out loud but he put two to the warning track for the Mets. They've got all the talent. They just got to deliver. Yeah, yeah. They just gotta that's a, that's a, that's a hundred percent.
0: Like there were so many times where you're just like, you know, and, and it's. I think the Yankees are the exact same way right now. Where when your team is hot, when everything's working, and a guy gets the second, like that guy's coming home, or your guy gets the third, you're like, oh man, we're about to blow this inning open. Never felt like that with them, and they had they had plenty of opportunities to do it. They had plenty of big plays, they had plenty of things happen, but they, you just never had that feeling. Like, okay, here they come. And and I th- I think that's a I don't again it's I, I I keep harping on heart like I think it's a hard thing like like the the Yankees have a question on a heart the Mets have it and then they don't like it's almost like like the Mets are almost you know in a way too young maybe too young in the in the prog- process of of building a championship contender where they get to the point where it's like, all right, here we go. We're the team to beat. And they go, nah, not really. Oh, God, you guys go ahead.
1: <laughs> they got everything. They got the slugger and Alonzo if they need to hit. They got the talent and Lindor. Oh, I could keep going over and over about the ground, but the ground goes one every five days. Like, yeah. just Games like yeah. that against Philadelphia, we have to see it in person where it's like, like exactly what you just said. All right, who's going to break through? Who's going to yeah. clutch? Who's going to stay? Phillies, in, the, in comparison, Brad Miller's the one who hits a home run. Brad Miller's basically a A guy he just bounces around from every position <laughs> on the field except pitcher and catcher but one of those and he's working yeah, on it it's going to happen it could happen, it happen. It could happen. that right. that was the difference for Philly and now the NL East Philadelphia is more likely to catch Atlanta than they are for somebody in that wild card spot st. louis gets hot classic september st. louis right the dodgers yep. and i just can't stand the one game wild card because san francisco is so good the dodgers are going to be stuck throwing are likely in a one game wild card and the most exciting team in baseball the san diego padres are done Machado and Tatis are screaming at each other. Buster only, our pal, said San Diego's got to make some huge decisions this There's season. There's a reckoning
0: coming, I believe. My you said. my
1: goodness. I don't know if they're going to bring back Bruce Bochi to be the manager, but they. I saw San Diego that. Crashed. That can't happen. And you we can't. Saw, we saw it because of the comments, right? The whole guy yeah. got basically you can't bring ratio, back Bochy. as they call it. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's. Yeah. Like.
1: Mets, it, Mets and Padres are kind of similar, aren't they? Tons of talent, just not delivering.
0: Possibly might be a little, a little higher on the talent because they have the actual, like, more superstars who are getting paid already. Definitely. But no, yeah, there's no there's no reason the Mets shouldn't be a better team. There's no reason they shouldn't. I mean, especially when you look at it, 500 probably gets you in. <laughs> you know what I mean? 500 probably gets you in. And they and they just can't quite get there. And again, I, I feel like I'm saying the same thing about the Yankees and the Mets. Both have the superstars. Both have the talent. Two of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball are on both of them. Now, both have had little hiccups with injuries and whatever. But still, you've got they're, – they're mirror images of each other. And they just can't quite. There. Uh, again, so yeah. Here, then we'll let, let you do it Yankees. What I just said about the Mets. There you go. That's, that's it. That's, it. That's, that's. I mean, still got a chance. Take down the wild card. Get that one one game wild card. But who do you beat once you get there? Who's the team you beat? I don't think you beat the Rays in the divisional round.
1: By the time you and I do another show on Techies Tuesdays, yep. they're gonna have the Rangers for that matchup, and then finally the calendar is caught up where it's Boston on that Friday series. Then Toronto, then Tampa. Same thing has been said. I I feel like we're on repeat, but the storyline stayed the same. The theme of the season stayed the same. That those are the games that matter the most. I know Baltimore threatened the other night before Brett Gardner got that big hit. Cleveland, they pick up one win and they lose yesterday. They get crushed by about eight runs against the can I even call them the Indians anymore? Or the Guardians, the,
0: the Indians rest of the season. I'm not
1: offended. It's
0: just yeah, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of that though. Because I mean I still as as good as I've been about the football team i still call the redskins i still do it it happens or like i'll be like the washington and you like to like catch it it's like oh, football team and there it is uh we're live at the hideaway it is the uh taps and tees that i didn't realize how loud that was the entire people over on <laughs> <That> whole, <laughs> yeah they all just looked all at once when i did the- um <laughs> but the lady looked like she liked the sound so i don't know um We're here at the Hottaway Taps of T's. Make sure you go to HottawaySaratoga.com. Looking to sink the pink as uh, the big old tournament on October 3rd to uh, help get breast cancer awareness, to fight against breast cancer as it uh, benefits the American Cancer
1: Society. Um, LeVac, by the way, do you know how I got from Syracuse, New York, to Waterville Elite back to Saratoga, how all that happened?
0: Terrible decisions?
1: Uh. Maybe, but also my <laughs> pilot thanks to Mohawk Honda. The fall is now here in and Mohawk Honda. You can take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. They're gonna put cash in your hand for your vehicle the same day you come in. Even if you don't buy from them, it's a pretty sweet deal. Mohawk Honda, like my pilot, Lavac knows about the Mohawk family as well. They're gonna take care of you, whether it's pre-owned vehicles or something you have in mind. It's all about the inventory. It's been a weird year, 2021. But if you're looking for a vehicle that you've had your eye on for a while. Mohawk Honda is going to help find it for you. Stop in. Say what's up to our guy, Greg Johnson. We love him. We cannot wait to do a show, by the way. We got a show coming up in October. For more details on that, GodzillaMedia.com and how we're going to be helping out with Mohawk Honda. Hot Sauce Doyle, the VIP man, Morales. <laughs> I feel like, oh, man, uh, I want to say Ray Flores, one of the boxing announcers. Michael Buffer, when I'm announcing these guys. Hot Sauce Doyle.
0: The Han Diva.
1: Yeah. V I P Man around. That's how we <laughs> call sell the
0: ghosts coming back. for a oh, no. selection of go. vehicles,
1: Mohawk Honda will help you find it. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you.
0: Uh we're live at the hideaway. It is uh time let's get into what everybody wants to talk about. Let's talk a little NFL action this weekend. There are um, you know, some some big names that are out this week. Uh Josh Jacobs for the Raiders out. Um Marcus Mariota out on the IR. I told – were you the one I told? Yes, I was. I saw – he had such a great play. His first play, he, they come in, they let him run up the middle on a, a QB, a design QB run, and then he didn't go back in. And he, he just looked wrong because he, he blew up his quad. So he's on the IR. Um, you've also got – listen, OBJ out again.
1: I mean, seriously, like Odell Beckham Jr. He tore his ACL. Yeah. Okay, you know, let's combine these two because I kind of feel the same way about. But it, it feels
0: like he's always out.
1: Yeah, I mean, his whole career, it seems like he's always been injured. Really, uh, taking care of his body the way he wants to do it. Odell Beckham Jr. versus Saquon Barkley. Okay, both tear their ACLs. Saquon, for perspective of the injury here, did wait a little longer to get the surgery. I know he got hurt in Week Two last year, but surgery was closer to October, November. Okay, so Odell's not playing saquon is do the giants look at odell and be like because barkley doesn't look right we just don't see odell i wonder if they're in the same spot and i know they were former teammates obviously but should the giants have done this with barkley and just waited to kind of see until he's ready well i
0: mean they've kind of it's not like they've it's not like they've pushed barkley into the deep end either they're, they're you know he's he's playing but he's not playing he's not carrying the load you would expect him to, to carry um I, I think one of the reasons you'll you'll often see people not make the correlation you're making, even though it's very, it's very real, is Barkley's so likable. Hmm. And OBJ, I, I mean, look, I don't know if I'd dislike him if he had never been a giant. But when he was a giant, I just felt like he was kind of the turd in the punch bowl. You know, and, and look, is that right? Is it wrong? I don't know. It's just I'm just telling you what I thought, what I felt. So I think that Barkley are always is gonna get the benefit of the doubt far longer than than he than OBJ ever would ever would uh don't forget you can check us out we're live on the techies facebook we're live on the hideaway facebook we're live on Godzilla media youtube you can comment in there and uh make sure you like subscribe rate and return your empty bottles because they're good for the environment it's five cents for each one so so close close. i thought i had it that was it uh no so obj out and then also will fuller the fifth is out um there's talk he may not even return this year
1: Not to be mean, but does that shock you? Like, Will Fuller is so good. But if you've ever drafted him in fantasy football, it's just this that's Odell Beckham Jr. is one level. Fuller, as I call him, Fuller V. Fuller V is, (laughs) is done. Unbelievable with that guy. So good. Never healthy.
0: Yeah, those are the big offensive ones is just to keep an eye on. And um, Gabe Davis is active, the wide receiver for the Bills, but he is uh, he's still pretty banged up with his ankle. So I don't know how much weight you want to put on that ankle or on him as far as your fantasy football team goes. But I think over the course of, of what, the year, I bet you he starts to step in a little bit more, a little bit more. Obviously, Emmanuel Sander, Cole Beasley got the love last week. But but Gabe Davis is somebody that the Bills are going to keep using. I, I really – I like watching him play too.
1: I like Gabe Davis – for this reason too. You and I heard about Gabe Davis way back in the train camp we covered back in 2019. And I was like, I mean, that's I fine. <laughs> like, yeah, like you get excited about him. And Devin Singletary was in the same mix too. Like you just see, like locally there, people get super excited about these players. You just think it's a local guy getting excited. Gabe Davis has literally gotten better every single time he's been on the field. And I feel like, oh, you use literally the wrong way there. No, like stronger, <laughs> faster, quicker. Gets the NFL. You want to watch a guy who might have might not have been a roster guy or got ET, and then all of a sudden he's out there playing all the time and making it happen. Yeah, he's uh he's very good. And the Bills want to continue to find ways to get him involved in the future.
0: Absolutely. Um, you've asked the question, guys. Bigger week for the Jets or the Bills. I don't think that's a cut dry, cut and dry answer. I would say for this season, it's bigger for the Bills. Bills need to you can't start 0-2 if you're the Bills. You can't. You can't start 0-2 if you're the Bills. Not with all the hopes that everybody's got on your shoulders, though. It is going to be an interesting way to see how the math nerds change everything. Like, oh, if you start zero and two in a sixteen-game regular season, your chances of going to the playoffs or blah 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 blah. Okay, well now there's an extra game. Like, does that change anything? Like, is that? Do we really know? Because I have one more game to get it right. I can start zero and two, and I can still win fourteen games. I'm sorry, fifteen games. You know, I could I could have done it the other way, but um, <laughs> but you know, what I mean, like, like, yeah, I I can still win a ton of games. It feels like so. I don't know, but I think I think for this season, it's this game. But if the Jets were able to beat the Pats right now, or even just take them to the wire, that's got to feel good for, for Zach Wilson, for Robert Sala, and all that.
1: It feels like what you just said, according to the expectations for both these teams, that if New York goes out, the Jets, and they lose to New England, but they keep it close, Jet fan might be like, all right, you know what? It's a new coach. It's a rookie quarterback. We're trying to figure out their running back I get it that's a team we're probably not going to beat. and Jet fan probably feels two ways about it. it's either that they're going to keep it close maybe not win but keep it close because the Jets all the way back to the Rex Ryan days have wanted this Patriot team to be the team they knock off or some Jet fans think this is going to be an absolute destruction today New England's ticked off they lost week one Belichick is going against Sala who he's never had to really face Belichick might know things that Sala doesn't even know about himself (laughs) think about that so they think it's either going to be one or two ways so With New York potentially being in that spot, you turn to Buffalo and think, what you just said, Super Bowl expectations, division to lose, but another team that Miami is on the way up. That line I saw at last was sitting around three and a half where you wonder where that's going to go, but Miami is by themselves at 1-0 and and looking up and saying, okay, maybe this can be our year. Under more pressure in week two, who needs it more in week two? The answer is Buffalo. Buffalo wants to say we're going to be the best team in the division and the top team in the AFC. These are teams that you got to beat in Miami. I know it's a divisional game, and sometimes you can split those games because those teams know you the best, but Buffalo needs to stick their chest out a little bit and say, we are one of, if not the best teams in the AFC, and this is a week where we can prove it.
0: <sighs> yeah. But it's not going to be easy. No, I. but I just – I don't know. You,
1: you're going to learn a lot
0: about the AFCUs this week. You're going to learn a lot because – There's a part of me, like, I think the narrative goes one of two ways for Miami, right? You're that damn good. That's why you were able to to get the victory against New England, and you're about to give the Bills fits. Or the other is, New England's not really that good yet. They're figuring it out. And the fact that you were able to get a victory over a team that's not that good, you're about to get exposed against Buffalo today. So I think think that game is going to tell us a lot about it all. And then I said, the only reason I, I even hesitate to say, because yes, for this season, Bills Start winning, get winning, make sure everybody remembers that you're you're the best team in the AFC East. You're a top two, three team in all the AFC, maybe top two, three team in all football. But long term, Joshua Dales versus Robert Sala, Belichick versus Williams and and Lefleur, like this. There's some drama on the table, and I think, I think the comparisons of Mac Jones to Tom Brady. Are obviously a little reckless. <laughs> a little <laughs> reckless. Just a little just a reckless. Little reckless <laughs> but where I where I think they make a lot of sense is, is you that that long debate over who needed who more, Belichick or Brady, is 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 bull crap. Okay. They needed each other. They needed each other because Belichick brought Brady along the right way. Brady's job, don't lose the game. Keep me in the game. Don't lose it. Until it was, oh, you're oh, you've got it now. Go win me a football game. Belichick is going to take McDaniels aside and go. That's what we're doing with Mac Jones. Like he, he's he's a little more polished already. Like you, know, you feel like you feel like r- rookie Mac Jones to um, Tom Brady's debut. Mac Jones may have a couple more tools in the toolbox at that state at that same point. But if the game plan's the same, don't lose on special teams, don't lose on defense, and you just get me in field goal position when I need to be. I think Mac Jones could do some big things. I think he could, I think he could come along relatively quickly based on that on that method but if you're solid and you can get after him a little bit he is still a rook he's a rookie you know and if, if you're you're a good defensive guy you're supposed to be able to you know slap rookies around
1: both of those quarterbacks wilson and jones in week one average fine and if, look, yeah. if you're posted a b minus both a rookie, did things
0: you love to see but neither did things that blow you away
1: Trust us. You and I have gone through so many week twos where after one bad game as a rookie, people want to go nuts and say, is he a bust? Is he over radio? How many rookies have we seen have that? Andrew Luck and Jameis Winston are the first two who popped to my mind where they had one bad game in week one. People are ready to just say it's over. Neither one Jones or Wilson had that happen, but that scout report. You just had a spot on because you've got two defensive minds who are going to do things in this game. Like just blitz Mac Jones with, Oh, Whoa! I didn't see this on film. Same in the opposite way. Belichick is gonna—I get a rookie quarterback week two for the Jets. I cannot wait to send the pressure after him. That there he goes. <laughs> so um, yeah, that all that stuff could definitely happen in this matchup for sure.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks. um We're here at taps and tees at the Hideaway, and I just see that we're—I uh, we, get a comment from a guy that some some of you might be familiar with, HC Thomas. Oh, 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 head coach Tom and hey. of the Albany Empire. Uh who, who are the Steelers playing today? Oh, yeah, those guys. Who are the Steelers playing today? The winners. That's who they're playing today. Okay. The Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, no Josh Jacobs for that. Makes me very nervous. Very, I feel a lot better if Jacobs was out there, but I also think it's amazing that the Raiders finally went, hey, you know what would be great? Is if we didn't let Josh Jacobs be hurt the entire season, maybe, <laughs> maybe we rest him with a broken shoulder, maybe we rest him with turf toe. Maybe we maybe we take a consider the fact that he had one run last week. We had to take him off the field and put him in shoes that would that would protect his turf toe. Maybe we give him a break. Maybe we give him a break. You know, the Steelers. I didn't know I, I thought, Coach, I thought, uh oh, coach wants to bet a stake. All right. I, I I'm not opposed, but coach, yeah. Uh, where we get those stakes is going to vary on who wins, just so we know. that's I never played in the NFL. You did, so you got a little more <laughs> little more in the bank, sir. But, uh, yeah, Raiders are going to win. I thought he was a Lions fan. I know he's a Steelers fan.
1: Steelers fan, it sounds like. Oh, I'm going to save my team for that, LeVac. You're not going to like my pick later. I might be uh
0: Well, a I, I prefer when you pick against my teams because <laughs> you – suck you're terrible at picking football
1: one quick thing by the way i will see we're gonna go through the records in a little bit one quick thing about you mentioned the turf there about josh jacobs a storyline to keep an eye on our pal sal Capaccio is there in miami covers the bills bills fans are nervous about the stadium at hard rock because michigan state and miami played yesterday so they're nervous that the turf is going to be all ripped up and they're going to kick off within two games in 24 hours like in my mind i'm like it's 2021 I think yeah. we figured out how to fix a turf and everything else, but I don't know who did that scheduling to put back-to-back football <laughs> games on that, that fast. So Bill's fans are a little concerned of whether or not the turf is going to be for the, the, yeah, the life like, But Haller. you said yeah.
0: Fans are. I don't, the players are, they're going to go out, they're going to do their pregame warm. They're going to run around a little bit. They're going to, they're going to see what's up. I mean, we're not, it's not like we're talking about the, um, the old vet. We're not talking about <laughs> the Philly stadium. More, where, yeah. yeah. Where, well, the Philly stadium where like you would see where the turf wouldn't even meet. Like, you, like those are some of the, like, the, Seeing Andy Reed have to walk around the field with the other coaches back in his Eagles days and be like, Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know there was an actual pit to hell in the middle of our field. And by hell, I mean the prison that we have here. Um, like I, like you know, oh yeah, that spot that's that's still from where we tried to kill Santa Claus. Sorry, I didn't know the turf was still torn up over there. Like that was always like I always felt bad for him. Like it's a like anybody who's ever had to sell a house when you walk through the first time with like the with like the other realtor or whatever, and they're like, Oh yeah, you got oh, this. Oh, you're like, Oh man, yeah, I don't. Yeah, when I had a I had a baby, and um, the baby I don't know if you know this, babies will will vomit volcano spew. Um, that happened here, like, like you I'm, know what I'm I mean. Like, sure it's this, the most embarrassing and terrifying thing all at yeah, once.
1: Yeah, I've never shared this story in the podcast before. I went to a game at the old Vet Eagles Cowboys, and may or may not have.
0: What made you go to that game?
1: Uh, I got relatives in Philly. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So uh, we may or may not have bought tickets from a young entrepreneur outside of the stadium. So <laughs> we walk in, and it's. Eagles fans are going nuts. We're like, oh, we just missed a touchdown. This is mcdam's rookie year. I thought he was in. Peters, Doug Peters was actually the quarterback. So I walk in, we think we missed a touchdown. Nope. So Michael Irvin getting carted off on a stretcher. <laughs> how bad the turf was. An Eagle fan cheering like it was a touchdown. Yeah. I'm asking
0: coach if I get points in this bet. <laughs> Real quick. Um, keep forgetting. Like I have this this laptop and you can't see the keys. <clears throat> um, I don't know why I posted. Oh, I posted on all of them. Look at, oh, that. well, look at that.
1: That's weird.
0: That's weird. So, like, Coach, coach asked, if, you know, we're going to bet a stake on the uh, Steelers-Raiders. Raiders are six-point uh, dogs. You know what I mean? So, I'm just saying. And then, and then when I said if I lose, uh, we get to go someplace cheaper. So, I think he said Sonic. So, uh, I'll, I'll sign up for the app. We'll get half-fried drinks. It'll be cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't... I don't think the turf is going to be a big issue for these teams today, especially considering the fact that Buffalo doesn't run the ball at all. <laughs> like that's that's the real issue, Bills. Like run yeah. the freaking football a little bit. Josh Allen's back there. He Allen looks just just demeanor wise like a vet now. Like, you know what I mean? Like even when he was really really good, there was still that little bit of a look in his eye, like oh my god, I just threw a touchdown. At the NFL, this is crazy. Now he's out there and he's running for it, and he's got that like like smirk that like. I did that to you again. Like he's got the vibe of a of a veteran NFL quarterback now. Um, I, I think obviously I think Bills are going to be fine. Jets. I'm, I just want to see what they are. I just want to see what they are. Not that I'm going to be able to because they're all at one and so are the Raiders. Day. So um, I'm going to be watching all the Raiders. That's it.
1: Also, Giants and football team. We haven't had an opportunity to touch on that game yes. either, right? Because it kicked off Thursday night and that oh, was Giants action today.
0: The Giants.
1: I didn't make a banner for that. You didn't make a banner for the
0: Giants? All right. I just, I was going to start yelling at other people again. (laughs) Um, That game, that that was a fun game. I think if I was going to take one thing away from the Giants football team game, it's that that rivalry is 100% back. They both, I think they're, I think they're pretty even teams. I think they're pretty clear. They're pretty close to where, you know, you've got one team that you've got some, you know, you got a lot of issues in New York. A lot of things aren't coming together yet. But that team was based on coaching last year. And they're more talented on the field this year than they were last year, so if that coaching kicks in the way you would hope it would, I think they're going to be just fine. Meanwhile, I've got I've got what's a murderous row of defensive front in in Washington, and I didn't think they were as big of a factor in the games I thought they would be. That that game going to what sixty points? It, insane. I
1: don't know how the old South Colony North Colony days were back in high school oh, or well time. there you go, Salve High School was for a stretch known for the fights that would break out in school. And maybe if you frequent in downtown areas at two o'clock in the morning, you might see a fight between people who have been over. You were going to fight
0: over at Salve huh?
1: no, 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 no. I never got a fight. No. People were afraid of me, obviously.
0: Anyways- you guess the guy who would like start tickling them during the fight. <laughs>
1: right. they like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, <laughs> anyways, I bring that up because that kind of sums up Giants football team. You know, it's not exactly Ali Frazier. It's just a bunch of people kind of like swinging haymakers. <laughs> you don't know exactly what's going on. But if one connects, you can't take your eyes off. It. It's yeah. so entertaining. You don't know what's going to happen, what they're going to. Th- it is like a drunken brawl meets two high school girls ripping their hair out of each other's heads, diving over the lunch tables. There was a lot of fights in my junior year. Anyways, <laughs> that's what Washington, New York was. It's sadly, not sadly the pretty. biggest fight was
0: on the sideline between Kenny Galladay and Daniel Jones. <laughs>
1: Daniel Jones, right? And, okay, like, did you see Kaderius Tony what he's doing on social media? No. Oh my goodness. Young Obviously. Joker. Our pal Lindsay at the at the Empire loves Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony is she
0: awesome. loves the Giants.
1: Yeah, that's her team. He's already complaining. On social media about not getting the football enough. Of course, he deleted the post. Right. Nobody noticed. But you've already (laughs) got a wide receiver as a rookie complaining. You've got what you just mentioned there between these two. Look, it's not as bad as other things we've seen with the Giants over the last few years with Ben McAdoo and the nonsense with like calling people out in the film. It's not that. But there are a little bit of issues of, all right, guys, we're already complaining about this stuff this fast in the season. And we're doing it. We're
0: doing it on social media. Uh Oh, Oh, what happened?
1: I'm sorry. Uh, want to <laughs> two. Sorry. she's
0: just over there she's looking very sad i'm like i don't know what's going on what happened yeah oh uh, no you know what i don't but i don't i don't think the giants are done i think it's just a matter of patrick graham's gonna get that defense back to play and they were the way they were last year that offensive line's got to figure it out a little bit better but they can score points and that's yeah, that no they weren't bad at all i i I just think there's there's just a couple little things, and and who knew Heineke was going to go out and look like Heisman, like that was you know (laughs) that was you know Heisman Taylor Heisman or Theisman or whatever the hell (laughs) without the broken legs, it was ridiculous. It was it was, but again, it's a long season. You got got fifteen more games.
1: I would order some bloody mary. I know you got fifteen
0: more games. She goes, oh man. I again, I don't think they're that bad. I really don't think the Giants are that bad. I don't. I don't. I don't I don't think I don't think there's a clear cut good overall good team in the NFC East. Ah uh, see,
1: there it is right there. The, right, yeah. there you go. The Giants right. could go eight and nine this year and potentially be a playoff team, or they could go five and twelve and look for a new quarterback. There's positives across the board. I don't know, <laughs> I know which way you want to go with them. Both of those things can happen. Eight and nine. That's not bad. You know? I think below average
0: yeah i i think i might have been that might have been my most the most like disappointing part for me was when kenny galladay's yelling at daniel jones on the sideline and daniel jones is just like well that's happening like i i kind of and i know that's the adult thing and that's kind of what you want but i i kind of wanted somebody to like at least pretend to hold him back Damn, just jump at him i'll hold you back it'll be like it was i, I don't know there's just a part like what's why what, it's almost like somebody took Eli face. You know that face Eli made when he would throw an interception or a touchdown. Was like, uh, and they turned it into a person, and it became Daniel Jones. <laughs> he never reacts to anything. Somebody hits him with a hammer. He's like, that sucked. That was. I hope that doesn't happen again.
1: Uh, where's the next play, Coach? <laughs> Remember when gentleman said that when he got drafted? He reminds me a lot of Eli. Now we're yeah, starting just with the what were That one look. thing.
0: <laughs> There's if, if you go. He is. He's just. He makes Eli face as a living. I, if you go back, it was, um,
1: I think it was two years ago. Hang on, hang on, really hang on. It was in Miami. Do you, do you think that yeah. Dave Gettleman was like researching Daniel Jones? He just typed in quarterback who looks like Eli. I <laughs> <and laughs> just saw pictures. <laughs> of face.
0: That's e- a kid, Eli, <laughs> but bigger and faster. Daniel Jones. <laughs> um, <there's>, there, was, <laughs> there was a, uh,
1: there was Miami we're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, two
0: years ago, bef- leading up to the Super Bowl in Miami they did a cornhole tournament with celebrities. So it was like the best cornhole players in the country, and they were each paired with a celebrity. So the one tournament was Sam Darnold versus Daniel Jones. And, you know, Darnold's getting into a little bit, talking a little bit, throwing, whatever, which is weird because he never really did that with the Jets. And there's Daniel Jones. (laughs) I'm like... I'm, i just got like it's like that that gif where they poke it with a stick come on do something come on. Come, on come on thank you
1: spoken a rock by the way yeah. to to yeah. <laughs> it's
0: Daniel Jones. i don't know we're, we're live at the hideaway it's the taps tournament and uh giants fans are, are getting sips all around the, the place it's pretty right bad when so. the jets fan is crapping all over the giants fan <laughs> welcome to 2021 everyone welcome it's a green bay it's you know you, are you relaxed yeah all right, all right there you go the lines, all right. Right. yeah it's just lines yeah. i mean lines yeah oh i think it's like Ooh. you're laying 11 and a half i think right now yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah but the betters are all over the green bay packers actually since they're doing that you want to just start hitting the picks
1: before we get to the picks we got to tell you about one of our friends here at levac and guys guys with the media tech east and more our friends over at johnstone supply in troy uh, Levesque, yes. the fall is here that means changes are coming to your home. Do you need a furnace update, a new control board, a blower mortar, or do you just don't know what any of those terms mean? You're like, I think my house needs to get fixed somehow. Johnstone Supply in Troy can help you do that a more energy efficient way to make sure you're ready for the colder weather on the way. Johnstone Supply in Troy can make sure your house is heated properly for that weather. Coming, A family-owned and operated business helping out people here in the Capital Region for decades. Plus, my guy George cannot wait to show that interview with you coming up in October about the background for his business, his boxing stories, and more. Now is the time to update your filters, your furnace, your heating system in your home, and you can do it at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Check them out in person, 6th Avenue. Maybe grab some nice barbecue right after that as well, or online, or give them a call. Write this down, 518-272-5922. 518 272-592. 272-592. that is Johnstone Supply in Troy helping you heat your home this fall.
0: I think I'm offended. They sent me over a t-shirt. And it's a beefy tee. Is that is that an insult? Is that a <laughs> pick it up
1: with Tom? They call
0: me <laughs> Tom called me fat. I mean you can't, I am, but um, all right. Uh, thanks to Johnstone Supply. We're live on the uh, Techies Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, as well as the Hideaway Facebook page and Godzilla Media on YouTube. And uh, we will be here the next few Sundays. Uh, Eleven thirty to to Have kick off Eleven
1: thirty to one
0: Yeah. at least and, and then, who knows maybe more you never know but uh, don't forget October 3rd is the big uh sink the pink all tournament breast cancer awareness fight against uh, breast cancer benefits the American Cancer Society you ready to do some picks let's do some picks uh Levesque, I did my homework okay I
1: kept track of okay. picks from last week I finally after all these years <laughs> said I'm gonna do it I'm gonna buy it. let do it I meant an intern or producer <laughs> and then they never did so I kept track of our picks this year you were in the lead my friend you went seven and seven last week. We didn't have the Thursday night yeah. game or the Monday night game. You went two and two for your locks.
0: Yeah, I'm am uh, I'm the picture of mediocrity. I went, that's what I went
1: I went six and eight last week. Uh, one and three slash two and two because I said one of my locks was the Raiders covering against the Steelers. However, you didn't pick the Monday night game, so I'm going to wash that because that doesn't count. So I went one and three for my locks.
0: I mean, you want to take you take it. I, I, no, that's not. I fair. mean, I, that's not fair. I did parlay the Raiders with the over, but um, <laughs> but I mean that was all. You know, that's just, that was that was dumb luck. Probably more than that. If you get that, above
1: 500 on the picks, that's a winning season, obviously, but especially winning, especially when we're doing this with the spread. So we're still okay. Perfectly average. Seven and seven, six and eight. I'm getting yelled at. By who? Lindsay, coach? Uh, Jets fans, Jets other fans? other
0: people. So the opportunity to send the National Marine League trophy and the championship shirts over to our friends at the Chris Canoli was today. They're doing a car show. So I took Lindsay, I took our guy, Matt Woods. Um, right yep. um, Rachel and Angelina from the empresses sent them over to sell t-shirts and bring the trophy so everybody can see the trophy. Now I'm getting, where the hell are you? Why aren't you here? Cause every Sunday I'm at the height. That's what I do. So I'm now I have a staff so I can send people one place. I can go hang out another place. I don't have to do work. I just talk sports and, and be a jackass with you delegate. Yeah. Hey, what are we giving away inside today? Stuff uh, and things. Someone will delegate that to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we always have a great stuff. Probably a gift certificate here to the hideaway, which uh, which is worth its weight in gold, or at least in plastic. Um, all right, you ready? Do let's picks. do it. So let's start, to, let's start with the, the Bengals versus the Bears. This is, uh, man, this is one of those ones. You're looking at uh, Chicago's laying two. I'm not really sure how I feel about the Bengals yet. I, I like what they were able to do. They surprised me. They beat a Minnesota team that I thought was just a little bit better than they were. Um, but Minnesota didn't play very well either. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the Bears on this one. The Bears are good at running the football. I think they'll play enough defense. Khalil Mack will get after Burrow a little bit. I'll lay the two points, play the Bears at home.
1: That was a really good win for Cincinnati. You and I both liked the Vikings last week. They were able to win that game. Jamar Chase is able to make it happen. Here's what this game can mean. If Joe Burrow is good for Cincinnati and Andy Dalton's eh, If you're a Bears fan and you lose this game, isn't it Justin Fields' time this fast? Watching what a young quarterback can do for Cincinnati. Because Mm. of that, I'm taking the Bengals to beat Chicago on the road, and we might see Justin Fields as the quarterback as soon as this month for Chicago.
0: That's scary. is Nagy that kind of guy, though? Because if I'm Nagy, I'm keeping Field in my pocket as long as I can. Because then if I put him in and he looks good halfway through the season, well, you got to let me have another year. You got to let me have another year. You got you to gotta give me yeah. one more year to develop the kid. I mean, come on. Look what, I, look what I've already done with him. Uh, the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. This, is, um, this has got beatdown written all over if Vegas agrees. If you like the Browns, you got to lay 13 and a half as they
1: host the Texans. Our pal Field Yates had a stat about this game. He was the fo- first to post it. I want to make sure I get it correct, too. I believe the stat is this. Since the Cleveland Browns have re-entered the NFL, so this is 1999, that is the biggest favorite the Browns have been in over 20-plus years. Now, with that big of a number, our pal Chet Davis over at CBS said, put the farm on this game. And I'm like, are you talking about the Browns? He's like, no, 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 Houston. Like, oh, wow. oh, shoot. I'm like, okay, you got that much confidence in the Texans. Levesque, that was your big call last yeah, week. You said that's my Houston play of the week be there. Cleveland is ticked off after that loss to Kansas City. I think they do smack around Houston in this game. Houston will cover Cleveland will win.
0: See, here's the thing. If Houston doesn't play the way they played last week, what's the spread in this game? 18.
1: Yeah, it's high. I
0: think (laughs) it's high. I think, I think we're going to go. I think, I think I'm going to take Cleveland to cover. I think Cleveland, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, but that's, I like Cleveland to cover. Oh, the lynches are here. Um, Half of you guys know football. Um, (laughs) So all right,
1: By the way, we're 0-2 <laughs> against each other right now. Last week, we had our first four picks all the same already out of the gates. Two different picks.
0: Oh, I ain't mad about that at all. I like that. <laughs> that makes me feel better on my picks. Uh, you got the Rams going to the Colts. Last no, last time the number was out, you, right now, the Rams are a four-point favorite. I got to tell you, I like the Rams a lot this year. I feel like the Rams are, are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Matthew Stafford, an MVP contender. At the makes me a little nervous. I'm getting four. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to I'm gonna take the four points. I think this could be a field goal game.
1: Man, we are battling back and forth. I thought this was a no-doubter for you to take the Rams for how much you love this Enjoy. team this season so far. Indianapolis at home. The offense is going to be flying. Stafford's used to playing inside for most of his career. Indy's had some battles up front, man. they got to get some guys to get healthy for that Colts team if they want to get better fast. I'm going Rams. I think they come off Sunday night, continue the pace, going here for this L.A. team. I'm going Rams in this one to cover and win.
0: I I watch Ow. I want to go. I want to go Rams. I do. I just can't. I just can't. I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. San Francisco uh 49ers are going to uh they're they're hitting, they're hitting the road and they're
1: what's up? High five.
0: I get I'm getting high fives <laughs> all around. Uh, they so, like your
1: picks clearly more than yeah. mine. Three hey. high fives, three winners.
0: <laughs> See, you marry people and then you're they're they're yours forever. Oh. You can't. I married the Lynches, so now they're 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 mine forever. So house divided today, though Jets yeah. and Jets and Pats fans. Um, that was actually part of the the ceremony too. We had to point that out. Um, all right, so the Niners are laying a field goal, uh, at Philadelphia. Niners have got a lot of weird injuries, a lot of problems. I think Philly's good. I think, I think Philly's better than we thought they would be going in this season, but they are not good enough to beat the Niners. Even a West Coast team coming East, I'm going to lay the three with the 49ers.
1: Just same with me. We finally agree on something, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. Both of these teams, though, we want to talk about teams that are going to start making moves in the NFC. If Philly wins this game, they might have a little bit of distance in the NFC East for about quality of team. Same with the Niners. I know we're going to have a few more NFC West teams, but do they have this win again, too? Boy, San Fran is talking about putting themselves in contention as a top team in the NFC. All right, next
0: game you got on the on the board is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to Pittsburgh to take on Big Ben. And the Steelers Raiders getting five and a half points.
1: This is going to hurt you, LeVac, because I know you got your bet with Coach going on now. This is one of my locks of the week. I've been a Pittsburgh Steeler hater, it seems like, because they are not a fun team to watch the last few years. They just beat Buffalo. Vegas coming off a huge win on Monday night. I'm taking the Steelers with the points as one of my locks of the week. You know what? I won't say the other ones. This is one of them for sure. This is one of the most confident games I have this week. Steelers, sorry, LeVac, against your Raiders.
0: I got got to tell you, I, I think we saw something last week. I think we saw Carr getting back to that MVP kind of play, and I think what really popped out is at the end of that game, Edwards and Jones, Brian Edwards and Zay Jones, prove that they are legitimate targets to go with Darren Waller Raiders plus five and a half. I'll take that five and a half Raiders gonna win this game outright, uh, but I'll take the five and a half because I can have it. And why would I give it back if I don't have to (laughs) Uh, next up? We got the new Orleans saints. They're going to the Carolina Panthers. And this is a game that is a little, a little weird to me because I feel like there's a bit of an overcorrection going on. Ah, uh, New Orleans is laying three at Carolina. New Orleans got some issues. I gotta be honest, man. I'm taking the Panthers. I'm taking the three points at home. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Give give me Carolina hosting uh, Jameis Winston and you and your
1: other team, the New Orleans Saints. Those three point divisional games always scream push to me. They, they always do. They always scream push to me. Three point divisional games. I like the Saints in this one. I think it's going to be one of the best 1 o'clock games in the window this week. This game is also going to be one of my locks, but not because of that. Over. I saw 44 and a half was the last over I saw in that game. Over. Tons of points in Saints-Panthers today.
0: Uh, I got, it's up to 45 now. Uh, still over. No,
1: no. Give me that hook back. I wanted a 44.5. <laughs> Let me win with the hook. 45 sign. Still think uh, all right, that's
0: fine. That's fine. That's fine with me. Uh, Denver Broncos at Jacksonville. Uh, If you like the Broncos, you got to lay six on the road.
1: Here's what happens in this game. I like the Broncos because Urban Meyer was watching that Washington State USC game, thinking, "You know, I could do this. I could coach USC Broncos."
0: Lock it up, baby. Lock it up. Give me the six. Give me Jacksonville. This is my play of the week. Ooh. I I, honestly, if I was a slightly braver man, I'd bet Jacksonville outright. This has all the trimmings of an upset. This is this could be the one game that. Jacksonville wins, and people go, Oh, this, see, I told you that Urban Meyer could coach in the NFL, and then he, he might go one in 16 for the rest of the season. <laughs> but I, I'm going to go ahead and take Jacksonville. This has got Jacksonville written all over it. They're definitely going to Coversville. I don't know if they're going to go to Winsville with that. <laughs> Vikings are traveling it to the Cardinals in Arizona. The Cardinals are three and a half point favorites. I'm not ready to give up a Minnesota just yet. I think with a field goal plus in the hook, I I, I can see this being a field goal game. I don't think Minnesota is as rough as they looked. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as they looked. I'm going to go ahead and take Minnesota later three and a half.
1: That was. Almost, take three and a half. That I was later. almost exactly what I was going to say. Oh. Minnesota's going to well, be you never sounded so smart. Three points in this game. <laughs> the hook is the difference. Over correction for Arizona. I was all against the Cardinals last week. One of my locks the Titans. with Swing and a miss on Tennessee last week. I'll go back to the well one time and beat Arizona again and see if I go over two on it. But I'm with you. The hooks the difference in that game. Arizona wins. Minnesota covers, right? Because Arizona's three and a half. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to tell you. I don't know. I, I that's going to be a fun game all the way around. You're uh Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the four o'clock slate hosting Atlanta. It's a twelve and a half point game.
1: I like Tampa. I'm wearing the I – it had the shorts <laughs> on. I had two different <laughs> outfits I had I for my, my not know,
0: know he's wearing anymore.
1: <laughs> I wore that Godzilla media polo a long time this weekend. All right, I have the shirt on now and the shorts, but I hate betting against my favorite team. Tampa's going to win. Atlanta looked horrendous week one. You could argue they looked the worst of any NFL team, maybe besides the Titans in week one. Tampa wins. Too many points in a divisional game for me to feel confident. I would take the Falcons with the points.
0: Lock it up. Taking the Falcons plus the points. It's one of my locks. Uh it's I, again, Tampa might win, but not by 12 and a half. 12 and a half is just way too many points. Uh so go ahead and, and, and go ahead and take those, take those points, baby. Take them right to the bank. Dallas Cowboys are headed to the LA Chargers. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about the Chargers. If if I want to three minus three, I'm gonna go ahead. We already said the Eagles. We already did that game. I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the three. Cowboys plus three. I think, I think the Chargers are a better team than I thought they were. But I think the Cowboys' offense is next level. Defense is going to be okay. They're going to win this game outright. But I'll, I'll, I'll take the three points because I can have them.
1: The Chargers with Austin Eckler and Herbert and what they're able to do to play some exciting football. And we both liked Washington last week. Maybe that game is completely different if Ryan Fitzpatrick's out there and play. But Heineke's good. Washington wasn't able to beat L.A. last week, and I hated against the Chargers. I'm starting to notice some flipping. I'm going with the Chargers in this one. Here's why, though. Dallas, what's going to happen with Zeke Elliott? Is Mike McCarthy just not going to give him the ball this season? We'll find out this week if he's still saving Zeke or he's actually going to run the football with Zeke. That's the difference in that game because of my uncertainty with that. I would go with L.A.
0: Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle is laying six and a half
1: points. Six is a lot, man. Like Tennessee, Six and a half is more than oh. that, too that's <laughs> even try? more that's right yeah boy with wilson and medcalf and Carroll and that whole squad out there and Seattle, let's just be a consistent franchise one of the most consistent in the nfl tennessee's defense is that bad god i'm going against the titans can they tackle can they i gotta go with seattle
0: <laughs> is there is there is there a room you'd less like to be in than the defensive meetings with vrabel after that no. loss last week no I think Tennessee bounces back a little bit. I think Seattle still wins this game with six and a half, too many points. Give me Tennessee. Sunday night game, Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City laying four. I've gone back and forth in this game a million times. I love the total. I love the over on this game, over 53 and a half. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored. If I got to take a side with the points, I think it's a field goal game. Kansas City doesn't seem to want to blow people out this year or, or last year. They, just, they seem to kind of mill around and then just win it as they, as they go. So uh, I'll, take, I'll take Baltimore plus four.
1: Kansas City might be one of these teams this year that consistently wins but doesn't cover. It seems to happen a lot with the teams you know that are really good in the NFL. They didn't cover last week against Cleveland in a good game back and forth. I'm with you on this. I feel like the Ravens cover. It's going to be a shootout. It's an awesome Sunday night game. What's going to happen in the backfield? We are talking to our guy Chad here earlier about the running backs for the Ravens. They're veterans. They're good. Maybe that's what it's going to be. hope Lamar Jackson doesn't get hit. I'm concerned about his contract coming up, but how many, how much more action does he want to take blows on before he gets that huge deal? Baltimore covers, and I'm with you on a lot of points tonight.
0: Monday night, before we get into the New York games that are played today, Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay laying 11 and a half.
1: Smell that, LeVac? It's a backdoor. Uh-huh. Again? No, no, that's not me. No, oh, no. It's a right, backdoor sorry. cover is what that's called. It's going to be a blowout for most of the game. You're going to think you got it wrapped up with Green Bay. Garbage touchdown late by Detroit, just like they did last week. If you got it at eight and a half, Detroit backdoor cover, but Green Bay dominates most of the game. I just can't.
0: I, I can't take Detroit. I've been thinking about the fighting Dan Campbell's. That's so many points. Everybody's on Green Bay because of, you know, Rogers going to make a point and everything like that. I think he does. I think he does make a point. I'll lay the points. It's a ton. It's Monday night football. I, I could see a final score like 35 to 17. You know, something like that. Some kind of just beat down
1: play. And then Goff throws a touchdown with 40 seconds left to cover. <laughs> Backdoor cover.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would that wouldn't that wouldn't blow my mind either. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. You like the Bills? You gotta like three and a half.
1: Oh, get that hook out of there for three and a half I gotta do it. i'm doing it there. i'm
0: taking it i think the bills make a statement today <laughs> dolphins he's got the shorts the teal shorts and everything he's a dolphins oh, fan man. i don't know i dolphins are better than i thought they were but two of versus you know versus mm, nah i'm gonna i gotta i gotta i gotta take the bills i gotta do it
1: of all the games we picked so far this is my most difficult game to pick because that three and a half is just scaring me to wager on Because Miami, divisional game, they're 1 0. Buffalo's 0 1. I mentioned the field. I feel like both teams are going to want to try to grind this out. Gabe Davis and his status and everything else. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch last week. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with the Bills to win and the Dolphins keep it within three. And that's the difference. The hook plays a factor in this game. Buffalo wins. Miami covers I feel like I've done that a lot on these fixes because the numbers are killing me but Miami and Buffalo we mentioned some of the best one o'clock games that one is going to be a fourth quarter limit the turnovers don't do something stupid at the end battle between two and Allen Allen's better that's the difference
0: New York Jets plus six as they take on the New England Patriots
1: Patriots by seven our pal Joe Lynch will be happy who we just saw a few moments ago I'm rooting for the Jets to win this game, though. I want the Jets with the underdog feel and solid to go nuts. I want solid to start doing the lap up the stadium with all the fans behind them going nuts. The Jets are going to keep this as close as they can. It's not going to be a blowout, but at the end is the difference in new England pulls it out in the fourth.
0: They do pull it out in the fourth with a field goal. That's what they do. That's they're going back to like, when I say the Pats are back, they're back to that team that didn't blow you out. That won 16, 13, you know, 17, 14, this is the the Jets plus six is one of my locks this week. That's right, that's right. I'm going in a week with Jacksonville and the Jets as two of my locks. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know how this world works. I don't know why if I want to live here, but this is where I am. So my locks for today, I'm taking Jacksonville plus six. I'm play, taking the Jets plus six. I'm taking the the Atlanta Falcons. FedEx delivery. Arthur Smith plus twelve and a half, and I'm going over fifty five for the Dallas Cowboys uh, and the Chargers.
1: I'm gonna go. Least confident to most confident for my locks here. Least confident, one of the four. Atlanta covered against my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we move to the Texans game. Texans cover against Cleveland. Uh, I like the over in New Orleans versus Carolina. Even though it's moved that 45, I still think it's going to be a ton of points. And the lock of the week for me. Steelers, Raiders, Pittsburgh covers.
0: I can't believe your lock is so wrong. I can't believe I can't state believe state game. jackson has got some investment man. in it. I'm telling you right now, Jacksonville's the play. You may not you may not be able to bet Jacksonville the rest of the year. This may be your last chance. I would like if you're in multiple survivor pools, or if you're one of those where you can buy your way back in. I might take Jacksonville this week if I was them. You know, there's some of those you can buy your way back yeah. in. Like take Jacksonville this week. Expect a lot of Fargo plays from uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, what Fargo stands for as quarterback. No. Fuck around. Somebody gets open. (laughs) 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 I think Trevor Lawrence is going to win the Fargo Award this year. He's just going to F around, F around, F around. Get open. Oh, no. Downfield. Fargo.
1: There's There's an an S in there. there. Fars go. Fargo. Somebody gets open. There's going to be an S in there, right? Walk around, and get open. That's you what know, it is. Right? <laughs> all, That's right, right. Really, yes, all right, I got the All right, go. that works. Just
0: Don't don't ruin a good thing. Don't ruin a good thing. <laughs>
1: you in your spelling. Yeah,
0: all of a sudden you're going to start talking spelling to the dyslexic guy. you are you going to try to make me write articles next? Um, <laughs> all right, we're live at the Hideaway. I just want to quick remind everybody that the uh, the big old the sink the pink tournament is coming up on October third. Don't miss out on that one. Are we here again next week? We're here every week, right? We're, we're here for a while. You're stuck with us, whether you like. Yeah, or not. every uh, every Sunday uh, we'll join you at eleven thirty live from the Hideaway. Feel free to stop by, say hello. And, uh, you know, you can comment, like, subscribe, and, you know, fly a model airplane if you like the show. We appreciate all of that. Um, I want to remind everybody, too, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston spot. Great night's sleep last night. Mouthpiece, not a CPAP. Not a mask. None of that stuff. Mouthpiece, 518 885 Techies, Fire and Water Restoration. Thank them. And then um, what else? Is there anything else we need to cover today that we didn't get to yet?
1: We are all good, man. We've covered everything we want. We have cool giveaways coming up. Come watch the games with us. We're going to have a lot of fun. Again, all that information about how to sign up for tournaments coming up this fall right here on our YouTube side. Check it out. You can see all that stuff. And we've got NFL football on the way, man. You and I are back Live Tuesday. Techies Tuesday. Techies Tuesday. Coming back. 430? 4.30 to 6.00, we've got a little bit more consistent schedule. So Techies Tuesday, Sundays at the Hideaway. Maybe we'll do another college game day show, either Friday or Saturday remote or something. i got a wedding on Friday. All <laughs> the weddings are almost done and bachelor parties and everything else. So
0: bull crap, of cool stuff coming up. Bull crap. Yeah, and if you hurry here, you can watch uh, Shannon and everybody's face when I say I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will be having a Bloody Mary. Just oh, man, I'm so back.
0: jealous. You might have that, too, just to help me out. All right. Yeah. All right uh, go Jacksonville. Go Raiders. And uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, checking us out and being a part of this. And uh, we promise to uh, do a little better next time. It's LeVac and Gaz live from the Hideaway. Again, next show, Tuesday, 430, Tech East Tuesday. We'll see you then. Come to the Hideaway right now with some great prizes. Enjoy amazing food, drinks. And uh, there's this game called golf that people do here. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a good time, though. You should come by.